And welcome back to Did Y'all Know? I'm Sam. I'm Dan. And I'm Monica. And did y'all know that we have 12 months, but we used to only have 10. And all the names or months come from the ancient Romans. For example, the year actually started in March. March is named after the Roman god Mars. Mars. Mm -hmm. Got that one. Oh, right. Okay. Um, And that's because uh, war campaigns started in March usually. April came from the word apire, which means to open because the buds of flowers started to open in April. May is named after the Roman god goddess Maya, who is the goddess of growing plants. And June was named uh, after Juno, and she is the goddess of marriage and weddings. Uh, mm. And they had a lot of marriage and you know, a lot of weddings in June. That's whenever my first marriage was, June. Now, you might be wondering, September, October, why is October uh, the 10th month and not the 8th month? That's because they added two months. So, for example, continuing on, July is named after actually Julius Caesar himself. It used to be called Quintilis, being the fifth month. Hmm. August, named after Augustus Caesar. Uh, and then September was named because of the seventh month, eighth month, October, November, the ninth month, December, the tenth month. They added February because they used to have a, Feb, uh, a festival called Februa, and they just started calling it February. Hmm. And then in January, they added another one. Named after the Roman god Janus, who is the god of beginnings and endings. After the uh, the Roman calendar, uh, which was, uh, I guess, you know, what we used to use, the uh, the so, Julian calendar. So it used to start in March and used go to, start to December? March. Yeah. Hmm, interesting. Uh, that was a Julian calendar. And then later, uh, Pope Gregory uh, made the Gregorian calendar, which is the calendar we use today. But all those names that they, uh, they called all the months back in the day in the Roman Empire, I mean, I'm talking like... You know, 100 BC, we still use those today. So, for example, August. Hey, it's August. Oh, it's the first first day of August. It's named after Augustus Caesar. Interesting. That's named after these uh, these empires, these these kings. And we, uh, yeah, we still use it today. Cool. And no one really thinks about that. So, like, whenever we get famous, we can change up the months, right? Absolutely not. Okay. And for that, let's go to the intro music. And thank you for everyone listening to Did Y'all Know. You can contact us at our Instagram, DYK underscore podcast. You can email us at learnsomething at didyallknow.com, or you can just check out our website, didyallknow.com. Today, we have a very special guest. Her name is Monica. Say hello, Monica. Hey. Monica happens to be uh, the wife of one of our very good friends, Dan and I, and also happens to be Dan's. He's actually not my friend, um, but yeah, this is my cousin, Monica. Cousin. Oh my gosh. So we have a family member on the show as a guest, and she has a very, very special topic to talk about today. Isn't that right? Oh yeah. I took a very special class in college, and now I have this wealth of knowledge that really doesn't apply to anything in my life. <laughs> <laughs> well, it applies to uh, episode XY of, uh, of Did Y'all Know? So. Uh, episode 27. Oh, 27. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. We've been around for a while, huh? I was just happy mm-hmm. I could contribute. To Too bad guys. no one listens to us. Okay. For that, um, real quick, uh, Dan, happy uh, Blade birthday. We're going to talk about that in a bit. Yeah, later. thank you, yeah, thank you. Um, real old. He's I'm, now forty-seven. I'm getting up there. Yeah, I I almost got my AARP card soon. Yeah, and you're taking Metamucil every day. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Medicaid, Medicare, Centrum, all that good stuff. Milk and magnesia. Okay, all right. So Monica, 
Let's uh, let's what, what are we what are we talking about today? What is the topic today for Did Y'all Know? Well, today we will be talking about the history of vampires. Oh my god, that sucks. Ha! Did you hear that? Ha ha! <laughs> All right, ha. go ahead. Sorry. But yeah, so I will be talking about the history of vampires. I randomly took a class in college called the history of vampires, and now I know too much. Now, one question I do have is, uh, why is this a class in college? Why why are we paying people to tell us more have about you, vampires? Have you seen? They don't like, even. They're not even real. Have you seen like the list of extracurricular like? classes you can take in college it's pretty ridiculous they're I mean, crazy my some, most, are, some are ridiculous my most ridiculous one which is still kind of like relevant is scuba diving i mean that was ridiculous i didn't even i didn't even get my scuba license did you even get in the water yeah occasionally okay, well, yeah good. yeah did you know that in some i don't actually this would be a really good did y'all know but uh i don't remember what college is but some college out there actually you can major in uh, super smash brothers wow Dude. yeah so if you're like, you know, if you're really, really, Logan. really into it. I don't even know if that's better or worse than an art degree. Sorry for it, all the artists that are listening to us. It's pretty close. Oh, gosh. Yeah. Oh, we just lost like four followers. <clears throat> all right. So, Monica, start us off. Let's, 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 let's hear it. All right, guys. Well, essentially, vampires have been around a whole lot longer than you would think. No way. Yeah. So, like, where do you like? What is your idea of a vampire? Like, describe an vamp like the vampire you know of. Go ahead, Dan. Uh, Edward Cullen from I knew, I knew you were gonna say that. <laughs> from Twilight. I knew you were gonna say that Classic. because you're you're gonna pick the worst type of vampire. Excellent. Literature. Well, also there's Dracula. You know, he's it's a he's, he's a common. You can't one. even say that because it's two o- opposite spectrums. Okay, I'm talking about vampires that turn into monsters if they don't suck blood. They they die in the sunlight. They they don't like garlic, and you can only kill them with a stake to the heart. Those are the real vampires. Sam, right. are you a vampire? Like, all those things just kind of described you. I don't know. I don't know. I've never seen you in the daylight. Yeah. Well, mm-hmm. yeah. I know, right? Rough. It's kind of bright in here, right? All right. Anyway, we can do. <laughs> but, yeah. So, actually, vampires, like, the mythology of it, they, it dates back all the way to, like, the Hebrews and ancient Greeks and the Romans. Really? I believe it. Yeah. Okay. So, it's a lot. Lo- like, I remember going to this class thinking, like, uh, you know, like, Eastern Europe, like the Slavic people, Transylvania, like that's where vampires are. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No, it actually dates all the way back to like the Greeks and the Romans. Mm, okay. Oh, okay. And so they actually had a lot of stories and tales of demons. They were less like animated human corpses and they were more like demon figures or like, demigods okay. who uh, lived off of the blood of human beings. Ah. So an example of one of those was actually um, this uh, demigod known as Empusa. Impusa. Impusa. Yeah, yeah. Mm. and so she was like the daughter of. Oh, butcher it, just butcher it. Hecate, H E C A T E. Hecate. 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 That's sure. Yeah, that's exactly how you. All right, that's what I spell it like you say it. Do your best. That's the way I would say it. So, but yeah, so there. That's it. Was the daughter of Hecate? Don't know what the god she was of, but whatever. Um, she was basically like. Impusa herself was described as a very slender woman. Um, she had multiple feet, and she would seduce sleeping men. And uh, she had multiple feet. Yes. Interesting. Yes. So she had like a foot of bronze. She had a foot of an ox. Like I don't. Really oh, know. interesting. Wow. So it was a, bu- a bunch of different feet, and then she would seduce men who were in in slumber in their sleep. So, so the origin is it the origin of like the vampire. It, is it usually is it based off like urban legends like they just yes. traveled around yes. early villages yes ancient villages and things like that just an urban legend yes. people are like it started oh, out as like ancient like the most popular vampires that we hear of started out in like 
Eastern European folklore. Mm-hmm. Okay. And we'll get into that. All right. And so cool. uh, basically, like back to the Greeks, um, like in Pusa, she would basically prey on men who were sleeping, mm-hmm. seduce them, suck their blood, and that's how okay, she Okay, so she is life. sucking blood. I, yes. I'm telling you, okay. Sam is a vampire. This is describing him like perfectly. Perfectly. I believe it. He does have multiple First of all, feet. I'm a woman. <laughs> Secondly, Slender I have woman. multiple feet. <laughs> all right, continue. Sorry. Yes. And so actually, um, Impusa actually also feeds into another like thing, which is uh, sleep paralysis. Mm. So it's like the first like documented or folklore case of like a sleep paralysis. Demon. Oh. So yeah. So making connections. Did y'all know? Did y'all know? Did y'all know? <laughs> I was like, I thought you were going to tell me <laughs> no, something. No, no, that's a, that's a did y'all know right there. <laughs> that's a did y'all know. But yeah, so although there's were like these were the ancient ancient stories of it, it really didn't start to get really popular, and we didn't get a whole lot of documentation until like the 18th century. Okay. So 18th century, like Eastern European, Slavic, Germanic, Slavic, like Russian, the these like these are the like villages and the cultures that really birthed vampires. Okay. Okay. And so they had a very different idea of what a vampire was. So their idea of a vampire was not what we think of today, which is like, you know, Edward, Edward Cullen. Cullen, like mm-hmm. shiny in the sun. Yeah, so shiny. So ridiculous. So beautiful, a heartthrob. You just want to love him and have him eat you. Mm-hmm. No, back then it was like a very like swollen, like bulbous, like Ugh. purple colored. What a terrible word, bulbous. Bulbous. Oh my God. All right, continue. Did y'all know? Did y'all know? Bulbous is gross word. It's a very gross word. <laughs> so uh, basically, like, they were bloated, really ruddy. Like, they had a lot of just purple color, bluish mm. color. And so basically, the, like, what we, what we know now, what we think, why that is the depiction that they had, is because they all really believed that people who had passed on became vampires so you had to die to be a vampire obviously which still carries in the lore today but instead of you know today where it's like they're up walking around apparently they go back to their graves every night and they would dig up people's graves and they would look at these bodies and they'd be very swollen and if you know Um. after you pass on you get very swollen all of your juices start to come out you get so swole before you start to before you start to like decompose right right and so and whenever you'd go and look at these dead corpus- corpses they would have like juices running out of their nose and their mouth and they would usually be like reddish in color and so they would think that oh my gosh they're feasting on the blood of the people mm. and so it was like a lot more of like a demonic looking being instead of like an actual like oh shiny like beautiful alluring right. kind of being that's right. that's stephanie myers only Making these vampires what they are. She, by the way, that's the author of. Twilight. I, un- I know, I know. Okay, sure. I'm, a, right. I'm a, I'm a twilighter. I'm just, well, you're bad at trivia. Too, Is that so. what they he's call a, him, he's twilighters? A team Jacob. Mm, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a werewolf guy. Yeah, I'm team. Gross. I forgot her name, but she's it's too much hair. She's a really good-looking one. They're shedding. Know. Ugh, can't handle that. No, <laughs> thank you. But yeah, so uh, basically, uh, they would also be depicted in these like old tale stories that eventually got written down like later were uh, like they're covered in like a shroud. So like in Dracula and stuff, what you picture is like a widow's peak. He's got the big fangs. Mm-hmm. He's wearing a cape, you know, mm-hmm. like shrouded in black. 
Well, these these vampires weren't like that at all. They like didn't have fangs. Fangs weren't a thing. Mm. Um, they were wearing like a shroud, which also makes a connection of they would dig up these graves if they thought a vampire was around, and everybody was bu- buried in a burial shroud. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. so it would be like obviously. So pretty much they're they're zombies. Yeah, pretty much. Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And there's different like reasons why somebody would become a vampire after they died. Let's say um, if somebody like committed suicide, that was a big one. If somebody committed suicide, then the likelihood of them being possessed by a demon and then becoming a vampire Mm -hmm. is a lot higher. Um, They would attribute a lot of like disease to vampires like sudden infant death syndrome obviously they didn't know about that then the baby vampire yeah so Mm. the interesting thing is is that obviously you know aside from the sparkling vampires people might be like well that's not real vampire real vampire is like the dracula type vampire but even but that's not even that's not even the real type of vampire either the the real ones are bulbous they're bulbous Bulbous. and they come back to life from the dead and they ain't turning into bats. I mean, that's 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 what I would want as a vampire. Ooh, do, are you going to talk about that? It, oh, like yes, turning into bats or I something? I will. We get into that. Yeah. Nice. Let's continue. Okay. So, like, a lot of this also came from, you know, witches were a big thing back then. Mm-hmm. And so it was like, somebody puts a curse on you. You're going to become a vampire. And so they put in a lot of different burial, like, things that they would do, customs that they would do in order to prevent people from becoming vampires. And some of the most interesting ones that I thought were really interesting were like they would bury people upside down. <laughs> Wait, what? They would bury people upside down. Like so head, head head down? Head down. Okay. Like instead of, you know, six feet under, you're six foot three under, depending okay. on how tall yeah. you are. Okay. Nice. And they okay. would bury you upside down because it would be really inconvenient for a demon to possess this body and therefore a vampire be risen can, from the dead. Can you imagine walking through a cemetery and just see like two ankles coming out of the ground? Well, uh, they just like they kind of miscalculated how deep to make the hole. They don't need headstones anymore. They just ride on the sho- soles of the shoes like yeah. in the t- like Toy Story. He's like wearing he's wearing Jordans. My only this thought. This is Andy. <laughs> my only thought to this is uh, if you if they're burying them uh, vertical uh, vertical instead of horizontal, uh-huh. it creates a lot more space in the cemetery. That might be a uh, a business proposition. See, you if always I, you always were a logistical man. I, man. If I ever create a cemetery, I'm gonna say, "Hey, sorry, I uh, can't bur- bury him horizontally. Got to bury him vertically." Down. <laughs> okay, I mean, uh, feet first. Yep, yep. Oh. Give it a shot, I guess. Uh, and then also, like some of the other interesting ones that they used to do is they would like after somebody would pass away, they would sever their tendons around their knees. Oh, so they couldn't walk so they if couldn't they walk. were. So oh, they would okay. hinder the mobility of the corpse. And therefore, you know, the vampire mm. would be able to God, go. What anywhere. a different time. These people sound dumb. They were dumb. <laughs> they were very dumb <laughs> very back then. Very dumb. Okay, they, no, they yes. They didn't have a lot scientifically, to work with back then. So scientifically, yes. they were very dumb. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Could you imagine if, like, someone did that today? It was like, what are you doing to that corpse? It's like, vampire. Make sure it can't walk after it's done. Yeah, yeah we got to <laughs> make sure this vampire can't walk. Yeah. We can't have this body walking off. Yeah. Oh, that's horrible. All right, continue. And they would also do like little ritually things. Okay. So they would uh, actually bury somebody with like a scythe or like a, what's it called? Um, a sickle? Sickle. Thank you. Nice. Mm-hmm. And so they would bury it above the corpse because back in the day, 
staking like a vampire with wood wasn't necessarily the only way to kill them. Mm-hmm. There was a, it depended on where you were, which is like how you decided how you're going to kill something. So like, yeah. in, like in Rome, uh, not Rome, <laughs> Russia, they like thought that ash was the best wood to stake a vampire with. Ash? Yes. Hmm. And then in the Western European, like more German Slavic areas, they thought decapitation. Mm. So if Gnarly. I, that'd probably be the best way. So you would assume, right? Yeah. Yeah. So decapitation was the way to go. Other places thought that aspen was um, the more better wood. Mm-hmm. I know that, uh, I think it was aspen. Let me double check my I'd notes. be a birch guy. Stab him with a birch um, yeah. stake. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so, like, right. it just, there was all this debate of, like, what's the best wood to use to kill a vampire? Apparently, they were that prevalent. That was a topic. That was of a topic of discussion. <laughs> mm hmm. Dumb people. <laughs> yeah, and they also would do another ritualistic thing they would do is they would actually put like grain and like or sand around the grave because apparently vampires in this like lore were inherently like OCD ah. and they had what they call is uh, erythromania. And so in OCD, erythromania is whenever you have to count the mm. things that you're doing so like you touch it a doorknob you have mm. to touch it three times you have mm. to count it out mm-hmm. well apparently vampires were riddled with ocd and oh ah, yeah of course hey erythromania yeah, yeah. calling back to language mm-hmm. uh arithmetic math mm-hmm. counting numbers Mania. erythromania Science boom rules. did y'all know all right good i'm really good at picking out words and telling you where they came from yeah all right, good look at you so proud but yeah so apparently oh, my bad. welcome right. to podcasting <laughs> Whoops. But uh, apparently, like, the vampire would then wake up and have to, like, wake up, see this pile of sand, and be like, ooh, gotta count it. And, like, individually count all these grains. And so it was like, well, you got hours to spend. You're not going to be out here killing me or killing my crops. Mm -hmm. That's another thing is it wasn't just the deaths of people that made them. Death of crops. It was also, like, Mm. the death of cattle, Cattle. uh, sheep. You know, death of like obviously people, neighbors. Let's say right. like your neighbor suddenly passes. Well, a vampire obviously got him. Mm. And then death of crops. They would attribute things like droughts and heavy rains and flooding to witches and vampires and all of that. So there's a lot more going. So on. So these vampires are causing all kinds of havoc. Yeah, yep. they were just yep. like mischief makers. Ah. Yeah. It honestly, they used to like in my like class. That I remember this vividly. They were like. You know, oh, my pumpkin died. Obviously, a vampire got to it. Obviously. Obviously. Mm-hmm. You know those vampires? Erythromania <laughs> love to count those pumpkin seeds. <laughs> yeah. Those yeah. vampires. Whew, crazy or like dudes. their plow would break. And they're like, yeah, that was a vampire messing with my plow. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he had things to do. Can you imagine like, you know, a child like like accidentally breaks their mother's like favorite little mantelpiece knickknack and they're like mom i can't i don't know to tell you it was a vampire i mean it wasn't me and then she might believe it who didn't thaw that chicken you should have you should have cut grandpa's tendons whenever you buried him (laughs) (laughs) yeah i told you i told you wow all right cool and then also within the development of this lore and everything they also got into like how do we ward off vampires so this is actually like where you the onions right garlic 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 is the big Mm -hmm. one so that's one that has been around for a very long time apparently 
they have why garlic i'm not sure like i've re- i've looked too i even looked online i was like why garlic i think it has to do with smell it's the potency of the smell hmm. business idea we create a fragrance a Here cologne called like something with garlic it's just strictly garlic nothing but garlic nothing but garlic <laughs> and then we sell it as like a vampire ward see how many uh people we can get to buy that Honestly, hmm. that wouldn't surprise me at all because, fun fact, did y'all know that there are still currently today active vampire hunting groups? Ah, I really? have not seen that show on uh, <laughs> National Discovery Network. Active vampire hunting groups. Yes. Kind of like the people who hunt Bigfoot, which, you know, yeah. just saying, maybe, maybe, might be out there. Hey, I got big feet. I'm a size nine and a half. I believe in Bigfoot more than I believe in vampires. I definitely would believe in. I definitely believe in Bigfoot. Do I, I think there's like crazy people who you know might want to bite your neck and suck your blood or something? Maybe, but you know, are they they're a vampire? Well, they're called cannibals, they, or are they just weirdos? They're just weirdos. Are. Yeah, there's weirdos. Yeah. My host is one are. of them. Continue. All right, and so uh, they basically, what they, it, a lot of them, uh, the the original like very famous ones actually developed in the 18th century like the garlic mm. uh crucifixes okay. rosaries yep, all yep. of that a lot of the slavic people were uh you know orth- uh, orthodox christian well, see, this is the rise of like of organized religion or like very organized religion in yes. in, in europe so yes the, like, what is it the russian orthodox church was very right. starting out and so a lot of this lore was happening and it was like how do we find a vampire and what year is this this was in the 18th century. So 18th it was like century, 17, okay. Yeah, 1700. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And so... Okay. Um, they're getting, it was a, well, they're it was a, getting smarter. It was a little... Pa- it was, I, I was kind of thinking like medieval times. It was a little past like big organized religion, I guess. Yeah. Like obviously the papacy, yeah. the papacy was a thing, you know. Yeah, but, but they do talk about how in like ancient Slavic times, there were like churches. Right. And apparently a way to identify if a vampire was about was to take a, a virginal horse. So like a male horse never been bred before mm-hmm. and have him depending on where you were it had to be black in other areas it had to be white you walk around the church grounds or the like the uh the uh graveyard and the horse would then uh, i guess signal i guess like gallop or like i don't know what they do like <laughs> in front of a grave and they're like yep that's a vampire and they would exhume the body and who comes up with this? Well, I mean, we still do that today, Sam. Not with horses, but no, with with well, I mean, Puxatani Phil. I mean, with what Puxatani Phil? The what's it? The rodent that like every single winter he comes out if he sees a shadow. You mean Groundhog Day? Yeah, yeah. We do the same thing. What did you call it? Uh, a rodent, and I said Puxatani Phil. That's his Puxatani name. Puxatani Phil? Is it not Puxatani Puxatani Phil? I have I've literally have never heard that before. Are you serious? I swear. I'm drawing a blank, bud. Also, um, well, it's I gra- see. Well, I was you guys kinda... know it as Groundhog Day, right? The, oh, the, groundhog, the groundhog who tells you if it's gonna be like eight more weeks. His name is Puxatani. I okay, you're right. Puxatani oh, well, you might be right. I've, no, no, I just no, never heard right, it. Now, right. I now was kind of. I was kind of going the direction with that uh, octopus that's guessed like the winner of the, the Super Bowl yeah, for yeah, like the yeah. last like twelve years. No, yeah. that guy's named uh, Phil. Okay. <laughs> anyway, continue. <laughs> that's a tangent. Yeah. All right. Go ahead. <laughs> All right. But yeah. So uh, so basically, like as I was saying, uh, one of the big like debates about um, the type of wood to use to stake a vampire was aspen. Apparently, a lot of areas, especially the like Russian Orthodox, liked Aspen because apparently it was 
the wood that was used on the cross of the crucifixion was apparently an aspen wood cross. Okay. So apparently, like, because it had religious connotations. Is that what they say? Yeah, that's that's what they do. Aspen trees even do aspen trees even grow in like the Middle East? Of course. Aspen trees? Sure. Bro, I live there. They do. Aspen trees. Mm -hmm. I'm gonna have to look that up. They're pretty neat. I mean, they are neat. You can tell. What they are by the way they are. By the way they are. By the way they are. They are neat. Mm-hmm. And so, like, that's kind of where the birth of, like, the real vampiric, like, lore came from. It's just, like, the ancient Greeks into this, you know, 18th century, you know, Slavic lore. Mm-hmm. Well, eventually it stopped being lore and it started to get right, written down. So, right. basically, I'm going to bring us into, like, how did we get... To the vampires we have today. I want to know mm-hmm. how we got mm-hmm. to Edward Cullen. Oh, we'll get there. You oh, we're coming in. We're coming mm-hmm. in. So now yeah. we're going to get into like, not the 18th century. We are now going towards the 19th century. Late 18th century, Great. 19th century. Right. Okay. Awesome. So this is whenever okay. like vampire lore stopped being like oral tales and like, I guess, you know, fire, like fire pit, like scary he- Hearsay. Tales. Hearsay. Sort of like. Yeah, okay passed down folklore and people started writing you know stories mm-hmm. and it started to pop up in literature and they started making college classes yes over it. Mm-hmm. yes and they sh- obviously <laughs> and so they started they actually did in like the 18th you know not the 18th the uh like how to 19th. survive a vampire attack at 101 yeah like the like mm-hmm. the 19th century they started writing like dissertations on vampires okay it's out there i would love to get my phd in vampirism dude i swear i think my college professor had that She's probably obsessed. She was. She was a character. That's odd. That's just odd. She I mean, like, character. hey, do you more? Do you? It's mm-hmm. like awesome, but wow, <laughs> you know. Yeah. So it started to become like less of a folklore and more of like, okay, let's put this into popular fiction. Mm-hmm. Let's start making stories about these things. You know, the boogeyman. You know, any kind of like scary tale that you could come up with. They decided like vampires. That's obviously a good place to be. They suck the human like blood and everything right and so like late 18th century and then very early into the 19th century they started writing these short stories and so um the first and most influential like the most like known influential vampire story isn't actually dracula it's called the vampire and it's like p y r e not p i r e Hmm. it's vampire here or like oh you know i've actually seen that i think yeah yeah and so it's like it was a short story written by john william polidori and it was written in 1819 and it was about the first like really popular vampire his name was roy lord ruthven Ruthven. okay and this was like the first time that vampires instead of being this demonic evil nothing good about them they were aristocrats it was now like they were more romanticized. Oh, okay. Uh-huh. Like yes. I, I've always feel like when I, you know, like at this time with these vampires, they always they're like lords or barons or dukes. Like they're always yes. they always own land. They have a castle. You know, they yes. have a castle. They're like it's not like it's some vampire just living in the alleyway. You know what I mean? It's like it's a guy who has like he's rich. You yeah, know? He's this a, is obviously he's a vampire who doesn't need to count grain. Right. Yeah. He needs to count money. That moolah, (laughs) that cash, that cheddar. Filthy rich. Mm -hmm. And so basically Ruthven, Lord Ruthven, was like the first anti-hero vampire. He was a lord. He fell in love with a beautiful woman. Mm. He was very sexualized. Mm. All of this. And so that's kind of start. That starts 
giving these like beings, you know, you start having empathy towards them. Mm-hmm. They obviously have feelings. They're more yeah. human than they are demons. Right. Right. a lot like more uh, sounding a lot like Sam these days. What, excuse me. Mm-hmm. What are you talking about? Very sexualized. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> and so like this is like basically the modern version of like vampires right. that we're starting to get today. Obviously it's going to change a little bit more. But um, oh, obviously, obviously, and so uh, basically now instead of being you know like bulbous and gross and like swollen and like pink and like purple and blue mm-hmm. and like the color of blood, they're now beautiful. He's like ripped. Yeah, uh. he he has a gold gym membership. Okay, he he squats four fifteen on the daily. You know, I disregard this. You are not a vampire. <laughs> oh, you're right. Because I can't squat well, that. All right, go ahead. No, but yeah. So they're so now it's instead of you know they lure people by, you know, coming up on them in their sleep. They lure people by their good looks, ah. and that's how they get you. And they're very you know suave and they're smooth and they're able to like be conversational and like draw you in. Maybe mm-hmm. I'm a vampire. No, definitely no, not. No, no, no. Hard you're pass. not. You're not near charming or charismatic <laughs> enough to be pass. a vampire. Also beautiful. Okay. Oh, I'm at four or five squats. Four or five, <laughs> not four fifteen. That's gonna be the baseline. If you're, if you're, if you got, if you got the squats for a vampire, that's it. All right, good. Okay, so the vampire actually very much so greatly influenced the arguably. I think. Let's be honest. The most famous va- vampire of all, Dracula. Dracula. Mm-hmm. And so Dracula actually came out and it was, you know, very, very, very different than like the vampires of, you know, Germanic folklore. Right. right. Slavic folklore. The, it would, he, so this is whenever you start getting introduced to the aspect of vampires that like they can't be in the sun. Mm. They, uh, you know, they heal. They're quickly healing. Mm. You know, they like, you know, like it turned to a bat. Yeah. Yes. Okay. And so that's whenever all of these things start coming out. Okay. And so the idea of the bat actually comes from if, if you know of the vampire bats. Mm-hmm. And so like these bats were out there eating, feeding off blood and feeding right. off, you know, small rodents and stuff. Yeah. Well, people then started thinking, well, like, blood they need blood to eat sometimes they bite humans if they bite humans the humans get really sick and then they die you know rabies Mm -hmm. and so that's whenever people are like what if that's a vampire what if that's what this is so the 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 term vampire bat first of all is that the official species name i don't think so right well not the scientific name no probably no but But like like, but like it's yeah well it's like a it you know there's not like I'm not talking about the scientific name, like, you know, the animal kingdom name. I'm saying, like, yeah, that's a vampire bat. Like, you say, that's a, you know, that's a species of bat. Like, they, that dog right there is a basset hound. But that species of bat right there is a vampire bat. I would imagine that some people kind of relate that name to a specific type of bat, the one that... But it's not actually blood. called a vampire. It's, it's that bat that does the sucking of the blood of the small rodents and stuff that they colloquially... Colloquially, vampire bat call is a the vampire official bat. name. Oh, it is the official name. Yeah. So I guess the vamp, the name for the vampire bat came after yes. the vampire. Like yes. the ag- okay. Yes. So I, it came from you know being in the 19th century and having these bats bite mm-hmm. people, right. and they're like, oh, obviously that's got to be a vampire. Okay. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And so then they start 
putting this in the stories. And yeah, so they you started got making Dracula. these wild connections. Yeah, right? yeah, you got Dracula. And so again, Dracula is this very suave, he's like a count, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. He's very rich, he's got castles, he's doing a lot of traveling. Mm-hmm. But he's also an anti-hero. If you, like, I actually had to read the book in, like, mm-hmm. in this class. And so, like, at the beginning of the book, it's about this, like, um, I can't remember if it was a reporter or... It's like this commoner okay he goes to go Mm -hmm. see count dracula and meet with him and he's in this big castle and count dracula says don't leave your room in the middle of the night Mm -hmm. well this guy doesn't listen leaves his room in the middle of the night and then is seduced and almost killed by three female vampires yes but these and are these are female vampires that are living in the same castle. Living in the same castle as Count Dracula. Oh, okay. They're his his sires, his family. Oh, so it's like a co-ed dorm. Yes. And, it's, for and so uh, he he f- stumbles upon these three women. They try to seduce him and try to kill him. And vamp and Dracula actually saves him, oh. and is like, "You got to get out of here." And that's how he finds out that fa- that Dracula is a vampire. And then Dracula goes on the run, and he has to like follow him. Hey, around. dude, if you don't get out of here, there's gonna be a lot of sucking going on tonight. And you got it. Zing. <laughs> and he's like, "What's wrong with that?" Anyway, go ahead. But yeah, <laughs> too many jokes. Too many jokes. That was borderline for this Dude. podcast. <laughs> um, parental discretion is advised. Yeah, right. Um, but yeah, so basically, like he starts feeding into this anti-hero. He's mm-hmm. a vampire. He wants to kill people. He wants to feed off their blood. But he has the, enough humanity to sit there and save this stranger who okay. came to like interview him or hang out with right. him. And saved him from fellow vampires. So obviously there's some shred of humanity yeah. in him. And so that's really where they start to go. They start leaning more into this sympathetic characters. Mm-hmm. And so this is whenever you start getting into the more like traditional uh, vampires. Okay. They've got, got they've got fangs. They turn into bats. Mm-hmm. They are, they can't be out in the sunlight. Right. They've, you know, widow's peak, all of that. Yeah. And actually the cloak and the cape came from stage productions ah. of the act- of a different novel called Nosferatu. Oh, and classic. And so they did stage productions and while they were doing these stage productions, they had the actor who was playing Dracula wear a cape because then whenever they would like dim lights or whatever they were doing to, mm-hmm. you know, switch scenes or whatever, he could then shroud himself in his cape and it would be like he disappeared. Ah. And so that's where the capes came in. And it okay. became more, Interesting. you know, crazy. Right. But yeah, so uh, they then start to, you know, they're more in literature. And then as we go on, you know, through history and stuff, um, they start to pop up in like, you know, silent films mm-hmm. and in regular films and in TV. Well, Nosferatu, wasn't that a silent film? Yes, right? Nosferatu okay. was a silent film. And so they actually had, you know, Dracula come out like the there was a silent film Dracula mm-hmm. that came out in 1931. And then they also had like very different intonations of these like vampire creatures they had obviously uh, Blade from the Marvel 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 comics. It's Marvel, <laughs> Marvel comics. Yeah, he is a vampire in a sense. Like Blade. Yes. Okay. So he's actually a part of. I he's a vampire killer. He's a vampire. Is he part vampire? He's a vampire hybrid. Actually. Oh, what's his snipes? There is mm. actually a name for like a human vampire mixture, and it's called a. It's like a dumb fear. 
like a dumb fire like it's yeah it's okay different yeah. okay and so he that's what he was and so he starts coming up in the popular culture and all of that good stuff okay and uh then you've got you know the more famous ones where you've got uh you know like underworld yeah kate with kate uh, beckinsale mm-hmm. like that's all about vampires and right. all of that and so it starts to become instead of you know this like anti-hero they start to become more of a protagonist mm-hmm. who might like have you know some a, a seedy underbelly but like yeah, yeah. you know but they're ultimately there to like, they're like perform good right they're a good person yeah, yeah. They're, 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 they are a hero now yeah they right. start to really really humanoid like humanize these characters okay and so uh oh, i know, see what's coming now yeah. yeah and then you get into like like so this starts in like the 90s that you start getting into like the sexy vampires. Mm. All right. So the nineties. Like Catwoman. No. Oh. No. Okay. <laughs> Let's think like Buffy the vampire. <laughs> yeah. Buffy. Okay. Buffy. But she wasn't a vampire. No, she wasn't a vampire. She but, was there a vampire vampires but there were sexy vampires on the show. There were sexy vampires that she okay. was like, holla. Okay. Right. Meet you later. Yeah. And so, like, really, that's like it was like the late '80s, early '90s that really started to sexualize vampires. Wasn't the show Angel a spinoff of Buffy the Vampire? Yes, Fire? yes, it was, and it was about Angel, who was a vampire. Oh, ironically, that was Jessica Alba, right? No, who's Angel? He's the guy from uh, Bones. He's a he's a dude. No, Angel's a woman. No. No, hold on a second. Bet you a billion dollars. Wait, let me, let me check this out. I mean, you're probably right. All I don't right. Wa- I don't uh, you heard shows. it here first, listeners. If I get this correct. Uh, You'll get 10 points. I get one, one second. 10 what, points. Are, you're telling me. 10 doll hairs. You're telling me It's that, the man in the first Angel, okay, right, you're right. Angel is you're right, you're right. played by David uh, Boranzi. Okay, all right, you're right. Then who am I, the what, guy from Bones. What am I thinking <laughs> about Jessica Alba was? Yes, he was also in Bones. Jessica Alba was an in Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Wait a second. Is is Supernatural a spinoff of that show? Supernatural? Yeah. Or is that a whole different thing? Oh, I don't it's know. I knew thing. I knew that Buffy the Vampire was like Angel came from Buffy the Vampire. You know what? Because I watched you that know, show. You know what? I've you know what? Hold on a second. I was close. There was a Jessica Alba show called Dark Angel. So close. So That's I'm so not I wasn't far. like I wasn't really that wrong. I was wrong, but it wasn't like that wrong. I could have been wronger. All right, good. But yeah, so these are the these are the times where it's like instead of in like Dracula, where there are these failed romances and stuff, that it starts to be like conceivable that like you know a human could be with a vampire. Because mm-hmm. they even had like a um, like in the eighties like a like with uh, Winona Ryder, she was in a Dracula film. I think it's actually called Dracula. Hmm. And like there again, it's just tragic love story. It's almost like comes off like Romeo and Juliet. Except Romeo's a a vampire. It was like Dracula 2000. Yeah. Something something like like that. that. Yeah. 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 And we actually watched that in my class. And let me tell you, it was just like the most gimmicky movie I've ever seen in my life. It was just like, how, how can we make this like demon that we've been so used to seeing as bad become desirable and sexy right and so obviously having ronona ride it be there and be all cute as yeah she yeah is, oh she's cute that did yeah. the work oh, nice hey she's a great looking woman yeah mm-hmm. yeah for sure can't appreciate her absolutely and then uh so like i said like underworld comes out in the 2000s and then you start getting into like okay all of a sudden like with these you know popularized uh vampire films they ended up having interview with a vampire and so Interview with a Vampire opened this whole brand new audience 
because Brad Pitt and Tom Cruise were in this movie. See, I've never heard of that. You've never heard of Interview with a Vampire? Mm-hmm. Oh my goodness. The, mm-hmm. Let me tell you, first off, the book, fabulous. Yeah. It's a slow read and it's mm-hmm. a little drawn out, but fabulous. You got to watch it. Okay. I mean, read it and watch it. Okay. The movie, eh, it's all right. I love the book though, okay. but, uh, I probably won't read. Yeah, he's, he's telling I was the told truth. I can't curse on this uh, podcast, so please keep your Well, don't, profanity. because anytime we do curse, Dan tries to bleep it out with a cow's moo, and he always screws it up. Well, let's just like keep moo. your profanity-inducing actions to a minimum. Okay. Thank you. Well, that's that's not my problem. It's your problem. Continue. <laughs> <laughs> really egging her on. Okay, go ahead. Oh, I swear to Bob. But, so... Uh, <laughs> interview with a vampire is whenever it starts to like they have these big name guys in this movie Tom Cruise Brad Pitt, Brad Pitt they're these heartthrobs and every, all the like all the women knew who Brad Pitt was right. all everybody knew who Tom Cruise was right. and they were like oh my gosh they're so cute even though the wig work in this film is garbage hmm. it's not good Brad Pitt should never have shoulder length hair it's just wrong and so they that's whenever they start realizing like oh wow young females really like the danger that comes with uh you know being with a vampire mm-hmm. and so that starts to feed into twilight oh and edward Cullen. here it is comes full circle speciality man. it starts to feed into this like oh young females really like the danger of this being so let's start we're talking twilight we're twilight. talking breaking dawn eclipse over the moon new moon new God, moon i don't know it. whatever <laughs> so yeah so twilight we're talking vampire diaries oh, we're talking that. like all these newer vampires true blood oh true yeah true blood i will say i saw the first episode of vampire diaries and i was not impressed, but I will have to say the main female is very attractive. Nina mm. Dobrev. Oh my God, that's her name. Oh wow. Anyway, I'd hit, I'd hit on that. I would probably <laughs> watch the show just just for her, honestly. So that's it. That's yeah. That and so like that's that's kind of catches it up to where we are today. And then of course, obviously, I would say personally, just based off of all of my knowledge, the one that has the most like lore correctness. Mm-hmm. I would think would be true blood because really? of the fact that, you know, whenever they get staked, they explode and there's all these blood and guts and stuff. And that's yeah. kind of the description of like huh. what they had in the early days. So that would be but my they weren't They weren't, <laughs> they weren't bulbous. They were like, like they were good, beautiful. They're good Obviously, looking people. Yeah. But out of the, out of the, um, more recent, like the modern, modern. Okay. I would say that was probably okay. the most, Connected. You know, Either that or Underworld. Because in Underworld, they weren't necessarily the most beautiful. They looked a little bit more dead. I've always had a problem with uh, Twilight. And I feel like people kind of like, they look at it like in a superficial kind of face value way. Because Edward Cullen, first of all, he lived for like hundreds of years, right? He's a very yes, old man. Right. He's very old, right? Why is he still in high school? Why is he even in high school? Like, can't he pet? Can he pass as like a 20? Why Why is he taking a biology class for like the 20th think, year in a row? Okay, so I can, an, te- I can answer this. Do the teachers ever wonder like why this guy is never graduating? I can and answer And he never this. grows older? First off, they don't live in the same place for very long. Okay, that, see that was, okay, that was my first, oh, hold on a second. That was my first idea was that they just move around. I don't, I, didn't, I haven't seen the movie or read the book. 
Well, I think I saw the first one, but okay, that was my first thing. They probably move around. I get that. Totally understand that. Yeah. Okay, question number two is that how many times has he seduced like a high schooler, like a, a female? So because, because he like does does Bella really truly think that he is only in love with her? He's lived for like a thousand years. So he does talk about in the book that he dated other people. No but way. but he doesn't date humans. He dated other vampires. The reason why he didn't date humans is because he like has this issue with control about eating humans. It's a whole thing. But to answer your other question, they have gone to high school like a billion times. There's a whole scene in the movie where they walk by a wall and it's just filled with graduation caps because mm-hmm. all these kids keep going to high school. So what they do is they like go to a city, put their kids into high school at the age of like ninth, 10th grade. Mm-hmm. And then they live through graduation and then they can kind of stay there for a couple of extra years. Mm-hmm. And then eventually it's like, well, all of our kids are 30 and your kids still look 18. Right. And so they have to move. Right. Uh. I get that. But that still doesn't answer the fact that why, why, why is Bella so special? Love. Okay. I'm, I'm done with this. All right. Like he, he's literally probably dated like, like 10,000 women in his lifetime. And Bella is just happens to be the one that he's like so in love with. She is going to die at some point in time. Apparently and he she is still going to be really good. First of all, we're not even thinking about any of the logistics here. First of all, she is going to die at some point in time and he is still going to be 18 years old and he's going to go off and just live the rest of his life with somebody else. Wait. And, and she's going to, she's going to get old. She's going to have like a bad hip. She can't like go to the movies anymore or have, sexy times or anything like that <laughs> and he's gonna just be like peace out he's like what kind of love is that first off you need to do a little bit more research what a dumb book anyway first off if well, you got to the last book you would know spoiler spoiler alert. i don't care Spo- spoiler alert I'm, spoiler wait, alert three, three seconds don't they have a baby two one go ahead what happens she becomes a vampire she has a baby she has yeah. like a little dim fear little and dim fear. then uh has like becomes a vampire so, boom shakalaka. Okay. They live together forever. Okay, so she just decided to, hey, you know what? I love this guy. I'm going to become a blood-sucking creature myself. Sam, you try to write a fictional novel that goes viral, okay? I will. Okay, yeah, okay. you will? I will. Mm-hmm. All right, cool. Well, Monica, that was great. I really that was great, appreciate Monica. learning that about very vampires. good job. Excellent. Thank you guys for letting me come on sure. and share my wealth of unnecessary knowledge. I, uh, <laughs> yeah, I was absolutely. pretty excited to hear about the ins and outs of vampires. You know, I know we obviously everybody knows a little bit about, var- about vampires, but we not a lot of people know someone who's actually taken a college course over it. So mm-hmm. that's pretty crazy. Yeah. And I've learned a few things. Hey, I'm really glad I can t- now tell my parents that spending the money on this college course uh, paid off. Yeah. yeah. Did you? Uh, what grade did you get in that? Do you remember? Oh, I got an A, baby. Of course, of course. No way. I've it's a it's a course about vampires. <laughs> we literally got to watch Twilight, so it was wonderful. Nice. Okay. Well, with that, we're gonna take a quick little break, and then we'll get back to. My birthday. I can't wait. Yeah. And welcome back from that short break that we had because we still don't have advertisements. Uh, That's kind of on me. Sorry. Well, uh, our other host, actually, I forgot to tell you, Dan, uh, our other host is coming up with uh, another piece of custom music to be part of our break. Oh, really? Yeah. I'm excited. He's already on top of it. Great. great. That's Chris, by the way, for those who don't know. Well, Monica, thank you so much for that uh, thank wonderful you. It was fantastic. information. Hey, thank you guys for letting me come on and just finally 
pay off the money my parent paid. <laughs> my parents sure. paid for college. Of course, <laughs> of course, of course. Monica is a uh, she's a uh, a Red Raider, correct? Yes. Yeah, that's Raider what I thought, Power yeah. Reckham. Raider so Rash. That's going to be uh, Texas Tech for those who don't know. <laughs> Get out of here. <laughs> oh yeah, the Raider Rash. Raider Rash. That's right. That's right. Arkansas. What? Arkansas that's Affliction. What? No, that's mm. not a thing. It's a thing. No, it's not. I've heard of it. No. Razorback Rash. Mm-hmm. Same, same thing. No. It's an alliteration. Nope. Anyways, so uh, after after we just uh, had that segment, now we're going to go into a couple different recordings that you guys decided to do so uh, at my birthday. Decided might be a strong word. Yeah, that definitely. So Dan is totally <laughs> voluntary. Well, Dan, Forced. do you want do you want to give them the backstory about your about your birthday, where we went, what we did? Yeah, sure, absolutely. So uh, it was my twenty sixth birthday on Sunday, and uh, the Saturday before that, I decided to take and run a top golf. Uh, honestly, it was kind of a mistake. Top golf is very expensive. We still had fun though. That was a it great was time. Hey, enjoyable. I had a blast. Yeah. Also, I absolutely crushed Dan's score and top score. So he says that, but um, I'm pretty sure he beat you by one. What was your score? What was your score? What was your score? What was your score? His, his score was 284. I have a picture of it. So his, tell me where your score, score was. His I score was like 284. 698. 284. No, no, it wasn't. Yes, it was. Because no, yours wasn't. was 283, wasn't it? No, it wasn't. <laughs> he only said 284 because he only said 284 because Marcus said it was 283. My actual score is 200, and Dan said his high score uh, was 163. That's I, what I no, said. I saw it. Yeah. I was there. I have a, I have a yeah. picture. So. As Monica, as your witness, yeah. I was there. Thank you. I Thank you. It. Appreciate Whatever. it. All right, so everyone knows that same sucks at golf now. But anyways, <laughs> Whatever. Um, you're still going to be my scramble partner yeah, on right. May 1st. Um, Scratch golfer, dude. So, really don't know why you didn't pick me. Yeah, sorry. My top score was 43. Nice, yeah. <laughs> Um, but anyway, so, uh, Sam, Monica, I got a new recorder for mm-hmm. us to be able to, uh, record on the go and just like say some things. And, uh, what you guys said was just, uh, absolutely very, very thoughtful. Um, beautiful, uh, um, poetic, mm-hmm. iconic. Well, Dan just gives us a record and he says, Hey guys, I want to make some records for my birthday. Say wherever you like. And yep. we, uh, we did. Yep. So uh, we're gonna just listen to a couple of them, uh, and then we'll we'll go from there. Okay. Great. I've never listened to these before. No way. Mm-mm. Okay. All right. Here we go. So then you can record on the go record and say something go. really cool about Daniel for his birthday <laughs> that we will eventually use in the podcast. If there was anything cool to say. Yeah, you're gonna have to come back to me. Oh, thank you. So, anyways, I'm gonna leave this out here. You just press the record button. Dan, happy birthday. I love you. You rock. Keep it easy. Keep it sleazy. Dan, Dan, Dan the man. I hope you're ready to take uh, 26 beer bongs for your 26th birthday. Happy birthday. Howdy, Dan. Happy birthday, buddy. I love you. Bye. First of all, let me just say that uh, it was really funny that you gave us this recorder and uh, we at, at the start of things had nothing to say about you or anything nice at all. Thanks, Sam. But you're welcome. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I also thought it was funny that that last recording was uh, our buddy Austin and right. he sounds like he's in like a professional sound booth. I don't know why he sounds so much better than the rest of everybody. But uh, I mean, he was at Lewis and Julie's house. Maybe he was in the restroom. Well, I don't know. Uh, I'll tell you this, Sam. Uh, if you were actually vigilant about everyone at the party, absolutely not. He was not there. Oh right. Yeah, yeah. There you go. Yeah. He so, was at Lewis and Julie's house. Oh, yeah, that's right. Was, well, I'm sorry. Sunday. Dan. He got there's, invited to the fam dinner. There's three bays. 
I'm drinking and eating, and mm-hmm. I have to play golf as well and beat your yeah, score. Just, and you're just the, very. Uh, you suck. <laughs> all right, whatever. Continue You're just on. not a fam Let, level friend. Yeah, uh-huh. no, that is not true at all. Okay, go ahead. Go, go, go. Let, here, here. You want to see how good of a friend it is? Let, let's hear what I had to say about what we had to say about, about Dan. Go ahead. Okay. What's up, Dan? This is Monica. Uh, I think the luckiest thing about you is the fact that you were uh, born into a family with me in it. Um, so, you know, you can take that to the bank and cash it. Uh, happy birthday, man. Uh, love you lots. Um, you're an idiot. Take it easy. Keep it sleazy. You told him to cash that into the bank, but let me tell you right now, he cashes it and he's going to get like four fifty, like $4.50 or something like that. It's probably not worth that much. God, so. you just really want me to cut this podcast, <laughs> don't you? <laughs> Gosh. Okay. Hey, that's my cousin you're talking about. I, 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 I know your Keep cousin going. very well. Dude, that was well. the nicest I could have gotten. I've known, I tried so I've hard. known Monica longer than anyone else at the station other than Marcus. So, hey, just saying. Marcus and I have been, we've been together for a long time. I know. I met you back at 47. I know. Okay, all right. Okay. Uh, Fine. Well, then on. let's just hear what you and some others have to say then, all right? Okay. Dan, I just want to say I've never been to a birthday party where I had to pay money to hang out with you. So, thanks. 30 to, 30, $30 less rich. Okay, Sam. All I have to say about that is, do you know how much beer that I've brought over to this place for us to like even have this I, podcast? I, I totally understand that you bring and also not to wait, 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 wait. Not to mention, you still owe me twenty five dollars for a walkie talkie that you lost uh, while we were skiing. At I house. will get you that walkie talkie money because honestly, I totally forgot about that. But uh, secondly, yeah, okay. how many times have you taken some of my whiskey? Okay, it's tit for tat, um, Dan. You offer that whiskey. Also, my house, my house, my abode is where we. This is our recording studio, so that's part of the pay. Coming here? Okay, I'll have you know in less than a month, we I'm moving to the colony, which is like ten minutes away from uh-huh. you. You're gonna start recording at my place. Too far. If the acoustics aren't good enough, I ain't coming there. I will murder you. Okay, continue on. Hello, Daniel. This is Alex. Happy 37th birthday. Um, we are currently at Top Golf, and I would just like to say that um, while I was beating Marcus, he's now up four points. Um, happy birthday. I love you, even though you played an awful, awful, cruel joke on me in Chicago when I thought that I lost Caitlin, um, but she was really with you the whole time. I don't appreciate that. So, yeah. Hey, Dan. Um, happy uh, 42nd birthday. Um, I hope that you have a wonderful day, and I really hope you got that uh, rash looked at and uh, got the right cream for it. Love you. Bye. Hey, Dan, happy uh, 57th birthday. Just remember, you still need to pick up your lisinopril uh, prescription from CVS off of Lebanon. All right, have a good day. Okay, first off, I'm the youngest out of everyone there. That doesn't mean you're the healthiest. Yeah, well, but, that is very <laughs> true. Yeah. But also, also like, like more importantly, did you get your rash looked at? Well, the doctors looked at it. And did you pick um, up your meds? Um, the meds have been picked up. Okay, so like maybe I am dying a lot quicker than you guys, but I'm still the youngest. Well, we're about to find out. Okay. Hey, Dan. Me again. Happy 77th birthday. I didn't know you were left-handed. Hey, Dan. Happy 85th birthday. Surprised you made it this long. Dan, happy 100th birthday. When you uh, rewrite your will, if you could give me that canoe that you found at the lake that one day. Uh, and put it under my name. That'd be greatly appreciated. You're getting a little too old to operate that thing. 
for the love of Bob, do not give us that canoe. I'm, I do I'm not thinking have about a place it. for it. I, he doesn't need it. I, I think he needs a canoe. No. As long as he can fit in his truck. He's got too much stuff anyway. Well, I'm not doing anything with it. Might as well give him the canoe. Might as no. Well. I don't want that in my house. Dan, Dan is dying, okay? I'm literally... He, he's like, 100 my, years old. He I'm, needs to get, start giving his stuff away. It's his inheritance. Maybe okay? you should start cashing it into charity. I don't know, to get in the good graces of God. <laughs> Speaking of which, I'm just really glad I made it to 100 years old. Like, oh, well. Let's, let's be honest. Yeah, like, you I, made it to who 100. Who would have thought? But, not, uh, me. not me. Not me. Not I, me. But you're, uh, <laughs> I, I definitely loved your funeral. Okay. Well, uh, I think that might be next. Daniel, I can't believe you're gone. <laughs> and all your friends are here. I hope you rest in peace, buddy. I'll see you someday, okay? By the way, chicken tenders, fantastic. I will say, Dan, that the uh, food platters were uh, fantastic. Those te- those chicken tenders, seriously, Dude, were they got super that honey good. Mustard. And then and then like that like blossom sauce like they have at Texas Roadhouse or something oh, like that. Oh it's, like that it's like that. It's like that secret sauce. It's almost like thousand dollars sort of queso, thing. They had queso. They had those sliders with it. Oh my goodness. I'm really good. I'm really glad you guys enjoyed the Top Golf mm-hmm. uh, food. Yeah. And also the experience. Mm-hmm. Really, really appreciated y'all uh, being there. Yeah. I, I'm sad that I'm dead. Now, yeah, you're dead, but uh, you know, I lived a great life. You're getting hey, we just want to make mm-hmm. sure you were covered so we didn't have to go to any more. You're of your getting birthdays. really old yeah. now. So. I, I, can you see the wrinkles? Yeah, they're getting there, mm-hmm. but anyway, you, so, you should stop smiling. <laughs> it's very hard to do whenever uh, I'm around you, Sam. Oh, jeez, mm-hmm. oh, yeah, I didn't I think, think you were saying something nice about up. me. <laughs> <laughs> But anyways, uh, thank you guys so much for uh, listening to our podcast. This has been another episode of DYK. Of course, as Sam said at the beginning, you can follow us at learn something at digitalnow.com. That's actually our email. You can follow us at DYK underscore podcast, though, or visit us at digitalnow.com. Did I have it backwards earlier? No, you didn't. Uh, no, I just I just messed that up. Uh, and just for reference, if you want to follow me on Instagram, mine is uh, the Rael Monica Howard. Just you're not gonna get trying to gain that clout. Sweet, (laughs) plug it. As soon as soon as we get people listening to the podcast, I'm sure you'll get some. Okay, I'm just trying to get clout. Um, and for that, uh, Dan, you have anything for uh, Monica and I? We do a little game here. Who signs us off? Yeah, yeah. All right, so you could potentially sign us off. Mm -hmm. Oh, Uh, that would be nice. Uh, uh, let's see. I'm thinking of a number between uh one and seven. One and seven. Mm -hmm. Go ahead, Monica. Age before beauty. Oh, okay, fine. Four. You got a 50-50 shot. It was four. Yeah. <laughs> ah, Monica. Sorry. I'm going to have to add a moo. I'm so sorry. Oh, <laughs> great. Uh, thanks I really for tuning- wanted to win. Yeah, I know, right? Well, it's just I'm just obviously the better competitor. Uh, thanks for tuning in, everyone. That's Did Y'all Know. Thank you again to Monica, which is Dan's cousin and one of our very best friends' uh, wives. And uh, thank you again for listening, and we'll see you next week. Yeah, thanks, guys. I'll see you later. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Bye.